0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. We're going to be hopping into the snap counts for Week Four. We're going to look at all the games. It is currently Monday Night Football going on right now. We got the Chargers and the Raiders in the background here, but we are uh, we're going to hop right into the video. We got a lot of ground to cover. I just want to say, check out the FantasyFellowship.com if you are new. I'm going to be entering my week five start sits tomorrow as well as the waiver wire report. We're going to do the waiver wire report tomorrow night. That's Tuesday night at 7 p.m. live central time here. But let's get into this right away. The Bengals and the Jaguars. This was actually a pretty underrated Thursday night game I know a lot of people kind of groaned when they saw it on the schedule but the Jaguars we're looking at the snap counts here leading receivers for the Jaguars Marvin Jones played 93% LaVisca Chenault 75% Tavon Austin was 73% so we did see uh, DJ Chark leave the game early on the first series he ended up with a fractured ankle I believe so he's going to be out some time this is really going to boost up Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault Uh, outside of Marvin Chenault we probably don't care about Tavon Austin or any of the other receivers here. Uh, running backs, James Robinson ended up getting 95% of the snaps because we saw Carlos Hyde was a a late inactive, a, a scratch there before kickoff. Uh, so James Robinson gets everything. As far as tight ends, Chris Manhurts here ends up with 43%. Dan Arnold, newly acquired Dan Arnold, gets 32% of the snaps. Uh, so interesting game. But again, the top three, go- I mean, the offense for the Jaguars going to be James Robinson, Marvin Jones, and LaVisca Chenault. Moving forward, we'll see if Dan Arnold can overtake the tight end snaps here. On the Bengals side, you see the leading snap man, Uh, That's not an offensive lineman or Joe Burrow is CJ Uzama with 83%, which is a really good sign. He's going to be probably be a waiver wire pickup this week. You got Jamar chase leading the wideouts at 79%. Tyler Boyd at 62%. Joe Mixon ended up with 69%. He did get hurt in this one. We're monitoring his status. uh, And then when he left the field, Samaje Piran was the next man up with 28%. Uh, but we're expecting T. Higgins to get back into this lineup soon. Uh they play Green Bay this week. So Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and then hopefully T. Higgins. We'll see if CJ Uzama can continue his success from Thursday night. And then we're watching to see if Joe Mixon misses uh misses any practice time this week. But let's just take a quick peek at the box scores here and show you guys everything you need to know. Trevor Lawrence was dealing 17 of 24 for 204. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he did rush for one. Eight carries, 36 yards, and the touchdown, which is a fine fantasy line at the end of it. James Robinson, though, he gets the bulk of the work again. 18 carries, 78 yards, two rushing touchdowns, only one catch for negative two yards. LaVisca Chenault played really, really well in this one. One attempt for 11 yards on the ground, and he ends up with a team-high seven targets, catches six for 99. So Laviska's best game of the season, it looks like their offense is going to have to be more focal, more, more focused towards getting him involved now that DJ Chark is injured. Uh, and then you got Marvin Jones, a quiet day for him, only three targets, but he catches all three for 24 yards. And really nothing else happened for for the rest of this team here. Dan Arnold, two for 29, Uh, that was pretty much it. So uh, the Bengals, though Joe Burrow comes out, has his most pass attempts of the season in this game, 25 of 32, 348 yards, two touchdowns, and adds four yards on the ground. Joe Mixon, 16 carries, 67 yards and a touchdown, one catch for zero yards. Uh, But Tyler Boyd played really well. He had 11 targets, that was a team high. Nine for 118, CJ Uzama here, six targets, five for 95, and two touchdowns. And then Jamar Chase, nine targets, six for 77. So these are the three guys with Higgins out. It was a big C.J. Uzama night, and then uh, Joe Mixon had himself a pretty good game. So fun, uh, fun game on Thursday night football here. This uh, what's cool is like we know who these offenses are going to use for fantasy, so it's a pretty straightforward evaluation. Now let's keep it moving. We'll go to Atlanta and the Washington football team. This was a pretty fun game as well. I guess let's let's try something different here. We're going to look at the box scores first, and then we'll go look at the snap counts. Taylor Heineke had a really good game. Uh, Interesting to note the Falcons and the Washington football team are the worst teams so far through four weeks. They're the worst teams. Uh, against fantasy quarterbacks. So you're going to want to target these teams and start QBs against them. Taylor Heineke, 23 of 33 passing, 290, three touchdowns. And he also added 43 yards on the ground. So you like that dual threat uh, out of Taylor Heineke. Antonio Gibson, solid game, 14 attempts, 63 yards and a touchdown. He also caught both of his targets for 12 yards. J.D. McKissick did did kind of hoard away seven carries for 15 yards. He also caught five of his targets for 44 yards and a, a big touchdown at the end of the game. Terry McLaurin, huge game. He led the way with 13 targets. You see six catches, 123 yards, and two touchdowns for Terry McLaurin. Other than that, like nobody else really did anything. We saw Logan Thomas leave this game early with a hamstring injury. Uh, but Curtis Samuel, first game back, he catches all four of his targets for just 19 yards. So we'll see if he can get uh, a little bit more going for uh, forward. Um, but Matt Ryan on the Falcon side, 25 of 42, 283 yards, and four passing touchdowns in this one. Uh, he also added a 17-yard carry. The running game was really non-existent. Mike Davis led the way with 13 carries for 14 yards and he also added two receptions for 12 yards and a touchdown, but Cordero Patterson stole he stole the show in this game. Six carries, 34 yards and he added five catches for 82 yards and three touchdowns. Pretty insane day for Cordero Patterson. Hope you guys got him in your lineups. The receivers, it's Calvin Ridley, 7 Catches 80 yards and 13 targets. Kyle Pitts saw nine targets, four for 50. So, a better game for Kyle Pitts. I think nine points in PPR for your tight end, you're going to take that. And really, nobody else did anything at all. So, you like this offense. It's Cordero, it's Mike Davis, it's Ridley, and it's Pitts. Uh, Matt Ryan had one of his better days of the year so far. Looking at the snaps real quick for Washington, Terry McLaurin, 97% of the snaps. The next best receiver was Adam Humphreys. Uh, and again, Curtis Samuel didn't really play too much. He was at 37%. The tight ends. With Logan Thomas out, it was a big Ricky Seals-Jones day. He had 93% of the snaps. And then for the running backs, Antonio Gibson, 55% to JD McKissick's 40%. So you still like McKissick. He's getting a lot of options and volume in this, but uh, just wish we could get a little bit more involvement in the passing game. That's where JD McKissick steals his value. Uh, for the Falcons, Calvin Ridley was on the field, 96% of the plays. Olamide Zacchaeus, he was on the field for 80% of the plays. So he's clearly the number two receiver. He just hasn't been able to be consistent for fantasy. And Kyle Pitts played a good amount, 72% for him. Mike Davis up here at 67%. And strangely enough, like Cordero Patterson, yeah, he only played on 23 snaps, but he ends up with a massive day uh, for PPR. So 30% of the snaps for him, but a fun game. Washington pulls this one out. Uh, but let's move on. I guess (laughs) Houston Buffalo. I'm going to be quick about this one, guys. Uh, this one was a 40 to zero drubbing. Let me just double check the snap counts, uh, for the Houston Texans, like Conley, Brandon cooks, Anthony Miller. Those are the top three wide receivers, both Conley and cooks played 87% of the snaps. Anthony Miller down here at 74. I really don't care about anybody else here. Like, for Houston, you care about Brandon Cooks. That's about it. We'll look at his box score in a second here, but I'm not even gonna waste my time reading this, uh, these snap counts here until something you know evident pops up in the box score for us in the future. For the Buffalo Bills, Dawson Knox. Uh, Outside of Josh Allen and the offensive lineman, Dawson Knox played the most. He was on the field for 81% of the snaps. Stephon Diggs, 74%. Emmanuel Sanders, 71%. Zach Moss hitting here at 56%. Cole Beasley, 50%. Devin Singletary, 44%. Gabe Davis, 43%. So this is really interesting. I think for Buffalo Bills, the guys you're comfortable starting, I think you got to start Dawson Knox going forward. Stephon Diggs, yes. Emmanuel Sanders, yes. Zach Moss, yes. And then Cole Beasley is still kind of a a PPR flex option, but it's getting a little uh, hot and cold with him. He has a great game, and then he has a not-so-good game. So we'll start with Buffalo here. Josh Allen, 20 of 29, 248 yards, 2 touchdowns and then he did throw an interception but he adds 41 yards on the ground now this one's interesting because this one it was pouring rain in this game for the majority of it so Josh Allen he was able to salvage his day and get enough fantasy points but uh, the running backs Devin Singletary and Zach Moss both guys get 14 carries Singletary ends up with 79 yards Moss with 61 but he gets the, the rushing touchdown only one catch for Singletary here for seven yards Emmanuel Sanders led the way Uh, I guess he did not lead the way. Stephon Diggs led the way with 10 targets, seven catches, 114 yards. Uh, You got Dawson Knox here with eight targets, five for 37. And then the two touchdowns, Dawson Knox is a top five tight end at the moment right now. You see Emmanuel Sanders here, six targets, five catches for 74 yards. So I like him as a wide receiver, three flex option. And Cole Beasley, man, it's just the two targets, two catches for 16 yards. I mean, in in games where there's going to be a huge discrepancy in the box score, you're probably looking at Cole Beasley as not a great play. More competitive games are better for Cole Beasley. The Texans, like Davis Mills, 11 for 21, 87 yards, four interceptions. Like who really cares? Brandon Cooks, less sure, he's going to continue to lead the team in targets. Seven targets, five for 47. So we've seen the floor here. It's a nine to 10 point floor. You're going to continue to start Brandon Cooks. It uh, doesn't really matter the opponent or what's going on. Just continue to use Brandon Cooks. Uh, Chicago Bears get the win uh, over the Detroit Lions, 24 to 14. This one was really not very competitive uh, until of late, you know, in the fourth quarter. It, made it, it got a little bit interesting, but let's look at the box score first. Jared Goff comes in 24 of 38, 299 yards passing and two touchdowns. He had eight yards on the ground, but he also lost two fumbles, which uh, ultimately were, were proven to be pretty costly is a two-score game. Jamal Williams leads the way with carries, 14 carries for 66 yards. DeAndre Swift, only eight carries for 16 yards. Uh, but he did see six targets, four catches for 33 yards. Jamal Williams was not targeted once, which is uh, which was interesting. But we got some interesting passing stats here from these guys. Quintus Cephas, five targets, four for 83 um, Amon Ross St. Brown, the rookie slot receiver, eight targets, six for 70. Good game for him. Khalif Raymond, six targets, three for 46 in the two touchdowns. And then TJ Hawkinson, eight targets, four for 42. So we're seeing Quintus Cephas, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Khalif Raymond make a little bit of noise here as Jared Goff is getting, uh, you know, just more acclimated to his weapons. Justin Fields here gets the start, 11 for 17, only 219 yards passing. He did throw an interception. And then I'm confused. He only had three rushing attempts for nine yards. So I was hoping to get a little bit more on the ground from from fields, but uh, David Montgomery did lead the way on the ground before getting hurt. He had 23 attempts for 106 yards and two touchdowns. No targets in this one. Damien Williams, he's the backup. We're going to talk about him tomorrow night on the waiver Wire show. Eight for 55 and a touchdown. Two catches for 15 yards through the air. Darnell Mooney actually led the team in targets in this one seven targets five for 125 he had a long of 64 he also added a 10 yard carry uh Khalil Herbert Marquise Goodwin whatever and Allen Robinson poor Allen Robinson only three targets but at least he catches three for 63 so Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney they almost kind of have the same value right now they're both kind of wide receiver three flexes uh let me hit the snap count button real quick for you guys Um, On the Bears side, uh, Cole Komet had 98% of the snaps, but he did not even really show up in the box score at all. Darnell Mooney continues to lead the team in wide receiver snaps, 71%. Allen Robinson, 69%. David Montgomery, 62%. And then after that, everything kind of fades away. But we're going to be very interested in Damian Williams on the waiver wire tomorrow night. Lions snaps. Quintez Cephas led the way at 87%. Hawkinson, 82%. Khalif Raymond, Stringing together a couple of nice games here. He might be a waiver wire option for you tomorrow. Seventy-five percent Swift, seventy-three percent and amon Ra St. Brown, seventy-two percent. So uh, as far as this game is concerned, the Lions are they're they're adding more players that I'm interested in for fantasy. I think Cephas Raymond uh, need to be potentially looked at as wide receiver three or I guess wide receivers to add and maybe be flex at some point. We're going to keep an eye on them. And then amon Ra St. Brown played pretty well. Uh, too. So we got some receivers we should be interested in there. Carolina and the Dallas Cowboys. This one was a pretty fun game. Uh, Dallas just blew it open in the third quarter uh, to win 36 to 28. Looking at the box score real quick, Sam Darnold, 26 of 39, 301 passing yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and then he adds six carries for 35 yards and two more rushing touchdowns. Just a massive day for Sam Darnold. Chuba Hubbard was the clear lead back in this one. 13 carries for 57 yards. Also caught both of his targets for 14. So Chuba's probably a, a, you know, a low-end running back too in PPR going forward. I like the volume. Uh, again, this was not a very friendly game script for Chuba to get rolling here, but it's clear that he is the, the guy that they're going to get the ball as far as running backs go. DJ Moore comes in, 12 targets, eight for 113 and two touchdowns. Here's a really good sign for Robbie Anderson, 11 targets, five for 46. So it looks like you know he, we could potentially start to trust him uh, with Christian McCaffrey out there trying to find more ways to get him the ball. And then after that, it was a bunch of nothing. I mean, Rodney Smith, backup running back, five for 48 nothing from Terrace Marshall in this one. So uh, again, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Chuba Hubbard, these are the pieces we want, uh, at least for next week. Dak Prescott, 14 of 22, only 188 passing yards, but he gets four touchdowns, 35 yards on the ground as well. This one was all about the running game as Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard combined for over 200 rushing yards, 20 attempts for Zeke, 143 yards and one touchdown. Tony Pollard adds 10 carries for 67 yards. No catches for either running back in this one as far as the receiving weapons go Amari Cooper he catches all three of his targets for 69 yards and a touchdown he actually left the game but came back and uh, he did catch his touchdown later in that one Dalton Schultz eight targets leading the way leading the team with eight targets was pretty impressive and then you see six for 58 and a touchdown Cedric Wilson also catches a touchdown here Blake Jarwin only three he three targets but he gets the one big catch for 18 yards and the touchdown CD lamb with a really quiet day. Five targets, two for 13. So uh, let's move on to the snap counts real quick. Uh, the Cowboys snap count, CeeDee Lamb led the way at 80%. Dalton Schultz, I think Dalton Schultz is probably a top 10 tight end the rest of the season. 79% of the snaps for him. Ezekiel Elliott, 75%. Cedric Wilson playing a lot with the Cooper injury. He was at 57%. Blake Jarwin, 54%. There's Cooper at 48%. And uh, Tony Pollard right here at 30%. The Panthers offense. Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, both at 84% of the snaps, which is great to see. Terrace Marshall Jr. again, he, played, he didn't play very well. He wasn't targeted heavily, but 71% of the snaps. Ian Thomas led the way in tight end snaps. So we're going to watch him to see if he can get any kind of fantasy role going forward. And uh, the one thing, uh, we like the Chuba, uh, the box score, but the snap counts were a little weak. 47% for him. Rodney Smith played a lot of third down stuff. 37% there. Um, So let's pick it up and move on to uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. We'll start with the snaps in this one, and then we'll work our way back up to the box score. Uh, But you got the Ravens sitting here. Lamar Jackson played the full game. Sammy Watkins, 73%. He led all receivers and and basically any non-lineman or quarterback here with 73% of the snaps. Patrick Ricard, fullback, plays a lot. Mark Andrews, 63%. Latavius Murray, Finally made some separation in the running back game. As we saw Tyson Williams was inactive 62% for Latavius Murray, Marquise Brown, 62% as well. Really nobody else for fantasy that we need to be concerned of uh, for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton plays a team high 95%. Noah Fant, 93% of the snaps, Tim Patrick, 92%. This is kind of the offense going forward. Uh, But Javante Williams 51% of the snaps. Melvin Gordon did get 49%. And Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke basically split this game down the middle. We saw Teddy Bridgewater get hurt with uh, the concussion symptom. We'll see if he can get back uh, for next week against Pittsburgh. But here's the stats for the Broncos. Drew Locke, 12 of 21, only 113 yards and one interception. Teddy Bridgewater didn't play very well when he was in. 7 for 16, 65 yards and a touchdown here. Melvin Gordon led the way in carries 9 for 56. Javante, Seven for 48. Uh, Let's see here. Just a couple catches for each guy here. Nothing too amazing for fantasy. But Cortland Sutton. Noah Fant, you know, both saw a good amount of targets here. Sutton with eight targets, but only three for 47. Noah Fant was the play of the day here. Ten targets, six for 46, and a touchdown. And Tim Patrick with six targets, but only three for 39. So uh, not a great game for Denver. Uh, it was a pretty frustrating afternoon. Drew Locke didn't really hold up his end of the deal, and Teddy Bridgewater left early. So it was just a, a overall frustrating day for the 3-0 Broncos. Lamar Jackson in this one, 22 of 37, 316, and a touchdown. Adds 28 yards rushing on the ground and then here you go Latavius Murray 18 carries 59 yards and a touchdown no targets Uh, to the running backs here. I guess one for Le'Veon Bell, but uh, Latavius Murray making some separation. He might be the lead back going forward. Marquise Brown, five targets, four for 91 and a touchdown. Big day for him. James Proche, the second year receiver, six targets, five for 74. Mark Andrews having a good game here. Eight targets, five for 67. Sammy Watkins, four for 49. And Devon Duvernay. So the receivers are making a little bit of noise in this offense, which is good to see. But uh, biggest takeaway is Latavius Murray stepping forward and maybe Lamar Jackson, uh, maybe having more uh, than a couple of weapons here that we should be interested in for fantasy. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Packers win 27 to 17. Let's look at the snap counts right now. Uh, it should have rolled down there. Uh, where are we with the snap counts on the Steelers side? Juju Smith-Schuster led the way 95%. Deontay Johnson, 92%. James Washington with Chase Clay pull out. Washington comes in and gets 82%. Najee Harris on the field for 80% of the snaps and in the tight ends. Freermuth, and Eric Ebron, uh, you know, Pat's getting 53% to Ebron's 47%, but I really don't know if we can recommend either tight end. Uh, this one was just all about Juju, Deontay, James Washington, and Najee. On the Packers side, Devontae Adams, 88%. Alan Lazard, we called this. He was going to be the next man up in terms of snaps. Didn't really translate to fantasy success, but 79% of the snaps for him, 78% for Robert Tunyon. Eric, Aaron Jones kind of, you know, took it easy in this one, 62% of the snaps for him. AJ Dillon saw, I think this was a season high for him, 40% of the snaps. Randall Cobb also saw 46% of the snaps. And Randall Cobb was the biggest benefactor of the no Marquez. Wes- Valdez, Scantling in this one. So for Rodgers, 20 of 36, 248, two touchdowns. Also added a rushing touchdown. Inefficient day. It was kind of a sloppy, rainy game in Green Bay. So maybe chalk it up to that. I'm not sure. But A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones both received 15 carries in this one. A.J. Dillon gets 81 yards and catches his lone target for 16. Aaron Jones, 15 for 48 on the ground, 3 for 51 as a receiver. But he did lose a pretty costly fumble. Uh, I think it was in the beginning of the fourth quarter or late third quarter. Randall Cobb leads the way in fantasy points on this one. Randall Cobb, six targets, five for 69 and two touchdowns. I'm sure he'll be a waiver wire guy this week that we'll talk about tomorrow night. Devontae Adams goes 11 targets, six for 64. This is a floor game from Devontae Adams. He'll get the touchdowns rolling. Hopefully next week against Cincinnati. Al Lazard sees three targets, two for 33. Robert Tunyon, seven targets, but only two for eight. So I apologize if, uh, if I recommended starting Tanyan in this one, I know it was a home game. He had a lot of tight end uh, touchdown shots, uh, just couldn't connect with Rodgers. So overall, uh, a, a decent day from the Packers, but it could have been so much more. I, I don't know if the rain uh, bogged things down. But the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, 26 of 40, only 232 passing yards, one touchdown, one INT. Also lost a fumble in this one. Najee Harris goes 15 for 62. One touchdown, catches six of his seven targets for 29 yards. Deontay was the play of the game, 13 total targets, nine for 92, and the TD here, James Washington played pretty well, four for 69. Rough day for Juju, though, eight targets and only two for 11, so that was kind of the weak spot here. They really couldn't get anything going outside of Najee and Deontay. I did think James Washington looked pretty good, but we're going to have to wait and see if our guy Chase Claypool gets back. Soon, but frustrating day from Pittsburgh's offense. Green Bay, uh, it 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 got the job done, but I guess it it was a pretty like I watched most of this game. It was pretty frustrating from both sides. It was kind of just a slow, sloppy day in Green Bay and a rainy afternoon. Uh, we'll go to Indianapolis and in Miami. I don't really know how much we care for it. It was a pretty ugly game here. In terms of snap counts, we, we know Will Fuller's hurt. So the receivers, Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddle were the top two guys in snap counts. Mike Jesicki looks to be back. He got 69% of the snaps. Malcolm Brown led the way in running back snaps, 67%. Miles Gaskin down here at 23%. I don't know if he was injured or what, or if they just got taken out of the game. A rough day for Miles Gaskin. Uh, but the Dolphins offense going forward, I really don't know who we're gonna recommend outside of Parker, Waddle, and Mike Jasicki for the Colts. Uh Michael Pittman continues to get a ton of snaps. He led the way with 86%. Zach Pascal played well, 82%. And Mo Ali Cox, 69%. You're gonna continue to throw out Jonathan Taylor every week, 51% of the snaps for him. Naheem Hines down here at 31%. Uh, the tight ends, Kylan Grantson actually got more snaps than Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle down here at 21, Grantson got 30 snaps. Let's look at these numbers real quick in the box score. For the Colts, Carson Wentz played really steady in this one, 24 of 32, 228 yards and two touchdowns, added eight yards on the ground. Jonathan Taylor wraps up 16 carries, 403 yards and gets his first touchdown on the season, also three for 11 as a catcher. Marlon Mack, 10 carries, whatever. We're not going to trust him ever. Sign him up to our team. Uh, Kwai Day out of Naheem Hines, who also lost a fumble in this one. Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman's the wide receiver one in this team. I think you can lock him in. In PPR leagues, you can probably lock him in as a wide receiver three. Uh, Going forward, eight targets, six for 59. That's a floor game for him right now. 10, 11 points seems likely. Pascal, four for 44. Mo Ali Cox, this was the story. He saw five targets. Three for 42 and two touchdowns. I think he could be worth a a stash play at the moment right now. He played like the best tight end for the Colts. With the Miami Dolphins, Jacoby Brissett, 20 of 30, 199 yards and two touchdowns. He did lose a fumble in this one. Malcolm Brown, 8 for 23. Miles Gaskin, 2 for 3. No targets. Uh, I just uh, stay away from the Dolphins' running game for the time being. Devontae Parker led the way with targets with 9, 4 for 77, and the touchdown. Mike Jasicki was the next best weapon. 6 targets, 5 for 57, and a touchdown. Quiet day for Jalen Waddell, only 4 targets, 3 for 33. Um, and then really nothing else on this team can be trusted. So uh, if you're relying on these teams for fantasy, it's not pretty. I think for the Colts side, it's it's JT and Michael Pittman for the Dolphins. It's, at this point, it's Parker, Justicki, and maybe Jalen Waddell. Uh, we'll see. But overall, a rough day. The Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. Let's take a look at this snap counts. Really slow-paced game here. Uh, but the Browns, Odell Beckham, good to see him Still continue to stay healthy. 79% of the snaps for him. Not really interested in any other receiver on this team. Donovan Peoples Jones was the number two. Richard Higgins was the three. Anthony Schwartz was the four. The tight ends, though, I mean, Austin Hooper, 56 total snaps. David Njoku, 52 snaps. So uh, running a lot of two tight end stuff uh, at the moment, right here. In terms of running back snaps, Kareem Hunt, 41 snaps for 53%. Nick Chubb, 37 snaps for 47%. So he's losing to kareem hunt at the moment right now for the viking side adam thielen and justin jefferson continue to be the top two receivers 99 snaps for thielen 88 for for uh, justin jefferson tyler conklin played a ton of snaps in this one 85 uh kj osborne here at 63 percent. dalvin cook uh kind of just using him sparingly 49 to alexander madison's 34 percent. but it's looking like there's a hierarchy here thielen jefferson are always going to get theirs Tyler Conklin looks like the number three uh, weapon in the passing game. Let's check out the the numbers here. Uh, Kirk Cousins, low efficiency day, 20 of 38, 203 yards passing, one touchdown, one INT, no yards on the ground. Dalvin Cook, only nine carries for 34 yards, two receptions, 10 yards on six targets. Madison only added 20 yards on the ground as well. Uh, K.J. Osborne, seven targets, but only three for 26. I like seeing him involved in the offense. Justin Jefferson was the play of the day, six for 84 and a touchdown. Quiet day from Adam Thielen, three for 46. Tyler Conklin, another pretty quiet day here too. Six targets, four for 18. Uh, I think we can chalk this up to just both. Uh, I mean, Kevin Stefanski coming, he, having come from Minnesota, uh, both these teams kind of knew what they were trying to do. They knew the offensive systems pretty well and let the defenses clamp in on each other and uh, stop what they were trying to do. Uh, Baker Mayfield, rough day for him, 15 of 33, only 155 yards passing, sacked three times, 11 yards on the ground, this was all about the running game, Nick Chubb, 21 for 100 yards, one catch for five, Kareem Hunt here with 14 for 69, and he gets the touchdown, adds two for 17 as a wide receiver, Odell Beckham, uh, seven targets, but only two for 27, Higgins, four for 63, after that, it was just a pile of nothing here. So frustrating day on offense for both sides here. We'll look to see if they can get back uh, on the good side of things next week. We have an overtime game here, the Giants. And the New Orleans Saints, the Giants go to New Orleans and steal this one here. Let's look at the snap counts real quick. I'm interested in the Giants. The leading receiver, Kenny Galladay, 92%. After that, the rookie Kadarius Tony getting some run here at 78%. John Ross with 44. Uh, the running back Saquon Barkley is back, 89%. I shouldn't be getting any more Saquon Barkley questions. He is, uh, he's a running back one going forward, a top five, top ten option every week. Evan Ingram's back and healthy as well. 68% of the snaps for him. Uh, On the Saints side, Winston, 88%, losing some snaps to Taysom Hill. Alvin Alvin Kamara, 87%. Marquez, uh, 82%. After that, uh, we can't really – the Saints are hard to trust uh, at the moment right now. I just – I don't know how to get a good read on them. Uh, Winston goes 17 of 23, 226, and a touchdown. That one touchdown was to Jawan Johnson. Alvin Kamara continues to rack up the carries, 26 for 120, uh, but not a single target. You'll take the 12 points, but geez, we got to get Alvin Kamara some catches in the passing game. If they can get Tony Jones three targets, why can't we get Alvin Kamara at least one? Uh, Ty Montgomery also getting three targets, three for 42 here. Callaway two for 74. Still kind of hard to trust. Deontay Johnson five for 52. Just I'm not for the Saints side of things. I'm not starting anybody besides Alvin Kamara at the moment. For the New York Giants, Dan the Man Jones, 28 for 40, 402 yards, two touchdowns, one INT, adds 27 yards on the ground. Saquon Barkley, 13 of 52, and the touchdown, also 5 for 74, and a touchdown as a receiver. So vintage Saquon Barkley day here, very used in the passing game, love to see that. Kadarius Toney, team high, nine targets, six for 78, looking good. Uh, Tony, we'll talk about him on the waiver wire show tomorrow. And Kenny Galladay, 6 for 116. Uh, John Ross, 3 for 77 and a touchdown. Just really good things coming uh, out of this game for the offense. Kyle Rudolph, 2 for 24. Evan Ingram catches 5 for 27. So uh, interesting day here. I'm actually kind of excited about the Giants. They're going to be going to Dallas next week. We might be using some of these guys for fantasy. Kadarius Tony, maybe off the waiver wire. Kenny Galladay, a uh, a hot item here as a wide receiver three. So fun day for the Giants rough day for the Saints. Tampa Bay, New England. I really didn't care about that. I know people kind of oversold this one here. Tom Brady returning to New England. I really didn't. uh, I didn't, whatever. You know, Tom Brady just playing another game. Uh, Chris Godwin, 94% of the snaps. Mike Evans, 88%. Leonard Fournette, on days where Giovanni Bernard is not playing, Leonard Fournette's a running back too. 82% of the snaps for him. With Gronk out, you see O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray basically split the snaps evenly. Nothing was useful for fantasy. And Antonio Brown, 51%. Ronald Jones looking better, 17% of the snaps in this one for the Patriots side of things. Jacoby Myers, man, he's a wide receiver three flex going forward. Jacoby Myers with 95%, Nelson Aguilar 73% Hunter Henry miles ahead of John o. Smith here. He runs 40 snaps to 28 snaps for for John o. Smith, Kendrick Bourne, whatever, uh 61% of the snaps. Damien Harris, he was on the field for 61% of the snaps he just didn't play very well. Brandon Bolden, 19 snaps for 32%. Uh but let's go look at some of these numbers in the box for and get a better idea what's going on. Mac Jones played really well. Uh, 31 of 40, 275 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, but he was sacked four times. Jacoby Myers actually attempted two passes, two for 45 in this one. He also had a team high, 12 targets, eight for 70 as a receiver. Nelson Aguilar, three for 55. Kendrick Bourne, five for 58. Uh, Brandon Bolden, he's going to be the James White guy. Six targets, six catches for 51 yards. Hunter Henry, five targets, four for 32 and a touchdown touchdown. Jonah Smith did see five targets too, but three for 14 and a touchdown. Uh, otherwise, Damien Harris led the way with carries four for negative four, uh, two for 30 as a receiver. If you started him, I guess you got your you know, your PPR points. So that's good to see. But uh, Tom Brady struggled in this one, 22 of 43. Again, it was pouring rain, Uh, 269 yards, no touchdowns, three yards on the ground. Leonard Fournette was a beast, though, 20 for 91 on the ground, three for 47 as a receiver. Ronald Jones gets the lone Buccaneer touchdown, six for 25 and a TD in this one. Mike Evans led the way in targets, seven for 75. Antonio Brown, 11 targets, seven for 63. Godwin, only five targets, three for 55. So this is the first Godwin floor game here. And then Cameron Brate, whatever, two for 29. He did see six targets to OJ Howard's one. So if Gronk's out next week, uh, Cameron Brate might be of interest to us. Uh, Moving on to Tennessee and the goddamn Jets who get their first win of the season. Interesting game here. Uh, The receivers for the Titans, Nick Westbrook-Ikina, he did lead the way with 81% of the snaps, quiet in the box score. Josh Reynolds, 78%. Chester Rogers, 66%. Derrick Henry, uh, of course, at 59%. And then Anthony Ferkser was back, 50% of the snaps for him. And then the other guy we have to take a note of here is Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols at 40% of the snaps for the Jets. Corey Davis led the way at 82%. Tyler Croft tight end, uh, whatever 75%. But Jamison Crowder was back in this one. You see 62% of the snaps there. Keelan Cole, next best thing, 59% of the snaps. Uh, Michael Carter, 51%. Ty Johnson, 33%. So it's nice to see Michael Carter lead the way in snaps uh, with 51 to 33 for for Ty Johnson that's a good sign going forward and then Denzel Mims made an appearance down here but let's look at these numbers here as Tennessee loses uh, in New York so Zach Wilson 21 of 34 297 two touchdowns one INT uh, Carter leads the way and carries 13 for 38 and a touchdown three targets as a receiver but one for negative four uh, this is a good game for Carter uh he finally gets a touchdown and he he just dominates the touches uh in the running backfield so you love to see that Corey Davis leads the way here seven targets four for 111 and a touchdown Jamison Crowder actually had the most targets nine targets seven for 61 and a touchdown here Keelan Cole three for 92 big day there uh just it's still hard to trust these guys I think at the moment right now Zach Wilson Maybe a quarterback, too, for Superflex Leagues next week. Uh, Carter, just worth hanging on to on the bench. But Corey Davis, you're probably trying to get him in the lineups. And then we'll talk about Jamison Crowder on the waiver wire tomorrow. Ryan Tannehill, 30 for 49 attempts, 298 and a touchdown, adds nine yards on the ground. Derek Henry racks up 33 attempts, 157 yards and a touchdown, two for 20 as a wide receiver. Jerry McNichols leads the way with 12 targets, 8 for 74. There's uh, Josh Reynolds as the highest targeted receiver, 9 targets, 6 for 59. Chester Rogers, 6 targets, 5 for 63. You got Nick Westbrook-Ikina here. He did have eight targets, but only three for 29. Not sure why they weren't able to connect a little bit more. And then Anthony Ferkser, a low game here, but five targets, three for 23. Maybe he is back. Uh, we'll talk about him on the Weaver Wire too. So interesting day. The Titans embarrassed themselves in New York, but really great game uh, from Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Good fight, and they hold on to win that game. Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, 42 to 30 is the final here. In terms of snap counts, Travis Kelsey, 88%. Tyreek Hill, 81%. Demarcus Robinson was the leading, uh, the second leading receiver at 67%. Michael Hardman, 52%. Clyde Edwards-Alaire did get 52% as well. And then Darrell Williams right here at 36%. For the Eagles, Devonta Smith, 92%. Dallas Goddard uh, beat Zachary significantly in snaps in this one. So you see 74% here. Reger was with 70%. Sanders- doesn't show up in the box score. He gets 64% of the snaps, uh, but uh, his backup, Kenneth Gainwell, gets 39% and actually performed a lot better. Quez Watkins is the wide receiver, three, 58%, and Zach Ertz. Ertz did play well, only 50% of the snaps, but let's take a peek at these numbers real quick. Uh, Hertz, 32 of 48, 387 as a passer, and two touchdowns, adds 47 yards on the ground. Great day from him from a snap standpoint, but Kenneth Gainwell goes three for 31 and a touchdown. He also gets eight target six for 58 miles sanders is just not getting any love here seven for 13 as a rusher five uh three targets three for 34 as a receiver so he gets enough i guess as a you know like a seven eight point game but kenneth gainwell is the guy that they call uh you know when they need to play in the red zone or he just gets a lot more action as a receiver jalen Reger, rough day only one target nine yards on a day where Hertz throws forty-eight balls. Jalen Reger, I'm probably just gonna cross him off my list and say I can't trust you anymore. Devonta Smith led the way though, ten targets, seven for one twenty-two. He's a wide receiver three flex. I shouldn't get any too. I shouldn't get too many more questions on if I should start him. I want him in my lineups. Zach Ertz actually got more targets than Zach. Uh, then Zach Ertz got more targets than Dallas Goddard in this one. Eight target, six for sixty for Ertz, but Goddard gets the touchdown. Catches all five of his targets, fifty-six yards and the touchdown here. Um, interesting day. A lot of stats here for the Philadelphia Eagles. It just didn't translate to wins. They could not keep up with Patrick Mahomes and specifically Tyreek Hill. Mahomes comes in 24 of 30, 278 yards, five TDs. He was sacked once and also threw an interception, 26 yards on the ground. Clyde Edwards Alaire, his second straight 100 yard day, 14 attempts, 102 yards, two for 12 as a receiver and a touchdown. Daryl Williams also scored a touchdown in this one, 10 for 42 and a TD on the ground. Uh, Miko Hardman. Probably just not going to be able to trust him uh, this season here. They even signed uh, Josh Gordon to see what he's got. So I, I think anybody not named Clyde, Kelsey, Hill, and maybe Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams should be held on to because if anything happens to Clyde, Daryl Williams is the guy. Uh, but Tyreek Hill, man, this one's all about him. 12 targets, 11 receptions for 186 and three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey goes only six targets, four for 23. So those two are kind of flip-flopping, a little bit frustrating. But again, this Chiefs offense, it's Mahomes, it's Clyde, it's Tyreek, it's Kelsey. And then I think Daryl Williams is probably worth the scoop. And then uh, maybe maybe Josh Gordon. They've been saying good things about Josh Gordon. So just check that out. Uh, the Cardinals and the Rams. The Cardinals moved to 4-0, stunned the Rams 37-20. to Look at the snap counts real quick for the Rams side of things. Cooper cup, 96%, Robert Woods, 96%, Daryl Henderson, 90%. So that's a good sign for him. Tyler Higby here at 79% van Jefferson, 68%. No other Rams can be trusted. This is a core five here that we're going to want to trust going forward for the Cardinals. Hopkins up here at 96%. A.J. Green, 86%. Christian Kirk, 72%. Chase Edmonds played well on this one, 67%. Max Williams also played really well on this one, 58%. Rondell Moore outside of our circle of trust, only 42% snaps for him. Uh, But James Conner, 42% of the snaps. That was good to see him, and we'll look at his stat line right now. James Conner comes into the game, gets 18 carries, 50 yards in the two touchdowns, two for 16 as a receiver. So if you watched any of my stuff before, uh, you know, the season started, we were pumping up James Conner because we saw this role coming. He's going to be the touchdown guy. So if you play in standard leagues, James Conner is a fun running back to own. Uh, but Kyler Murray, quiet day from Kyler Murray. 24 of 32, 268 and two touchdowns. He only adds 39 yards as a rusher. Chase Edmonds, though, 12 for 120 four for 19 as a receiver he's locked and loaded as a he's technically a fringe running back one at the moment i like his floor a lot in ppr leagues rondell moore two for nine on the ground three for 28 as a receiver aj green was the receiver of the game in this one five for 67 and a touchdown hopkins quiet day four for 67 but you get your double digits you're fine you have hopkins and then max williams Catches all five of his targets for 66 yards and a touchdown. This was the first Christian Kirk letdown of the season. I'm willing to go back to the well here. So we didn't really learn too much more about the Cardinals. We just know that they're freaking good. You want to try to get as many Cardinals on your team as you can. Matthew Stafford, 26-41, 280 yards and two touchdowns. Interception here, 21 yards on the ground. (sighs) Sony Michelle fumbled in this one. And then it was the Daryl Henderson show. He gets 14 for 89 as a runner, 5 for 27 as a receiver. Van Jefferson led the way in yards today. Six targets, six receptions, 90 yards, and a TD. Cooper Cup here, 13 targets, 5 for 64. You got Cooper Cup. You'll be fine. This is a floor game for Cooper Cup. Robert Woods goes 4 for 48 and catches a touchdown. You'll be fine. You got Bob Woods. It looks like he's going to continue to build off this one, hopefully. Tyler Higby six targets, four for 36. That's a floor game out of Tyler Higbee. You're fine. Uh, But the biggest takeaways from this game, Van Jefferson probably should be picked up off waiver wires. Daryl Henderson, probably a running back two going forward at the moment. And then AJ Green, too, turning back the clocks, looking uh, pretty good here. Uh, But Seattle, San Francisco, this is our last game of the show here. Uh, Seahawks win 28 to 20. Trey Lance season is upon us. For the 49ers here, Debo Samuel, great game for him as well. George Kittle, though, leads the way. 92% of the snaps. Debo at 89%. Kyle Juszczyk, 82%. And then you see Brandon Ayuk, 67%. I apologize if I recommended. Starting Ayuk, uh, Sanu, 51%. Trey Sermon, 51%. And Trey Lance, 51%, as Jimmy Garoppolo has a calf strain. On the Seahawks side of things, Tyler Lockett leads the way with 86% of the snaps. Will Disley, with Gerald Everett out, Will Disley gets a whopping 82%. DK Metcalf, 82%. Uh, Kobe Parkinson getting the, the, the tight end two snaps here. Chris uh, Freddie Swain, the clear wide receiver three in this offense, gets 45%. Chris Carson, I'm a little concerned though. He only gets 45% of the snaps. Alex Collins gets 39% of the snaps. I think we should be picking up Alex Collins off the waiver wire this week. We'll talk about that more tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Russ Wilson, only 16 of 23, 149 and two touchdowns. They were efficient enough. And he also added 26 yards and a touchdown on the ground here. Alex Collins leads the way in rushing. 10 for 44 in a TD, two for 34 as a receiver. So again, he's a guy We have to look at on the waiver wire tomorrow. Chris Carson, only 13 attempts, 30 yards, one for one as a receiver. Not great for Carson. Metcalf leads the way as a receiver. Eight targets, four for 65 and a touchdown. Lockett, rough day, four for 24. And Freddie Swain making some, he's he's an interesting guy on the waiver wire. Three for 20 and a TD here. Uh, Will Disley didn't do anything with his opportunity, two for five. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo he started the game well, 14 of 23, buck 65 and a TD, one interception. Uh, but he gets hurt. Trey Lance comes in and Lance goes nine for 18, 157, two touchdowns, sacked once, adds 41 yards on the ground. Trey Sermon looked good as the lead runner, 19 carries, 89 yards. Uh, no other running back got a single carry, so really good news for for Trey Sermon here. No involvement in the passing game, but still uh, you like to see the trust there from Shanahan. Debo Samuel, Player of the Game. 12 targets 8 for 156 and 2 TDs. If you had him in your lineup you probably won this week. Use check as the fullback goes 4 for 41. George Kittle 11 targets but only 4 for 40. Hopefully that gets better. Uh, Mohamed Sanu 5 targets 4 for 34. 4 for 35. Ross Dwelly catches a random ass touchdown, 1 for 21 in a TD. And Brandon Ayuk again. I apologize if I recommended Brandon Ayuk. The usage is there. He's still the number 2 receiver. But only 3 targets, 1 for 15. On a day where the Niners throw the ball 41 times, a little bit disappointed. But, man, the Trey Lance season is upon us. We'll talk more about these guys uh, tomorrow night. But I think going forward, Debo Samuel, top five, top ten receiver at the moment right now. uh, And the Seahawks offense, I mean, they're two and two. They're going to play the Rams on Thursday night football. But uh, I'm a little concerned with just the lack of... Plays, snaps, total stats, it's a little concerning, but uh, I don't know. That's going to do it for tonight's video. Again, if you hung on to the end, let me know in the comments below what your favorite part of the show is. Uh, I, I continue to, uh, to do these videos every Monday night, uh, and I, I don't do them live. I just upload them, but uh, if you find this information useful, uh, I really appreciate it. I don't think this video gets enough views as it should, so I've just been kind of contemplating if I should continue to make this video Uh, But to me, this is the video. This is the stuff that I really care about snap counts and the box scores Seeing who did what Uh, so just let me know in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for your time Uh, Have a good rest of your evening and we'll see you tomorrow night. Peace